This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to The City Vent. Proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company. Supplying your new and used cars, find us at westviewmotorcompany.co.uk Hello everybody and welcome to episode 26 of this city event. Um, as you can see, I'm not joined by Chris today, I'm joined by Andy. How are you doing mate? Hiya, I'm alright, how are you? Do you have a good new year? Yeah, good mate, very good. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't do a lot. I don't do a lot in, in general on New Year's Eve because I find it's just too busy. Too much going on everywhere. You can't get a pint or anything like that. So we, we just stayed in, to be fair. Yeah. What about you? Pretty much the same, mate, to be honest. Didn't even yeah. make midnight. No? Nah. Fell asleep. Shocking. Shocking. Be bothered with it. Oh, although saying that, I, I think I, I did. But we had um we've got the dog, obviously. So we had these calming dog noises on uh, in the bedroom. That sounds a bit weird. Um, yeah, I'm not sure from Huddersfield. Again, that must be the fourth <laughs> time I've said that on this podcast, but yeah. Uh, just because it, we don't want him to hear the noises and the bangs because dogs don't like stuff like that. So, But then all of a sudden, at, at midnight, it was like, I don't know, it was like bombs going off, you know, like Guy Fawkes <laughs> going to blow um, Parliament or whatever. It was ridiculous because somebody like near us, it run like, you know, on Facebook, you have them community forums or whatever where people yeah. comment where you live. Well, they're all saying, oh, it was amazing, it was amazing and all this and that. And, to be honest with you, the dog didn't flinch. We were quite lucky, but for a lot of dogs, it's it's quite bad in it. And no, it's horrible. A couple of days after it wrapped in, like people still letting them off. I'm like, yeah, I think enough's enough now. I'm all for it. I'm not a party pooper, um, but I feel like if you're doing it a few days after, it's Pointless. taking the piss a little bit. You know what I think? Yeah, yeah, just a bit. But anyway, let, let's talk city because that's what we're here about. Um, so yeah, Chris is not with us tonight, uh, and he's going to fill in. Uh, this will happen throughout this series at points where Deck will fill in as well and this team of four of us so we'll just do it as and when. Um, so yeah, first of all, since the turn of the year we've had some good results, um, beating Harrogate and then latterly Salford. Things are looking better, aren't they, mate? Yeah, looking a lot better. I mean, Salford, it didn't do anything for my nerves, so... It... Oh, what a game of football, <laughs> I said this to people sat around me like, it was just such a good game. Like, if you were a neutral watching that, you'd be just like, it was just end-to-end. Both teams yeah. wanted to win it. I know that their manager and uh, McElhinney came out and said that they were better the team by far. Don't know where they've got that from. No, Second no. half, probably the better team. But just it was just a really good game of football to watch. I know 
as a City fan at the end, you're expecting a goal to go in, aren't you, mate, to be fair? Yeah, but definitely. It was a good watch. It was a good watch, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, great advert for League Two, wasn't it? Let's be fair. It, it was just full of everything. It's what you want to see at City, and it's probably one of the best games of football I've seen at City this season. I totally agree with that. I think it's the best game I've seen, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the game, and obviously you enjoy it more when you come away with the three points, but <laughs> it was a good game of football to watch, and I thought, first half, Bidane Oliver was unreal. I think before we speak too much about Salford, maybe we need to go back in time to the Harrogate fixture as well, because obviously we want to run now to two wins in two. Probably not the greatest of performances, would you say? No, it, it we got the job done, didn't we? That That's literally the be-all and end-all of it. That's all that matters. It, we got the job done. It wasn't the most convincing, but... I think it gave us a nice sort of like confidence boost springboard because I think that's the first time we've beat him at home. So it, it gave is. us a bit of a confidence boost to go into Salford then. And obviously we saw that performance against Salford. But but no, I mean, scraping through, we've said it numerous times, haven't we, this season, that you can have these performances and scrape these wins and that's what's going to make a promotion win inside. Yep. We've done a double-double as well, so we've beaten both of them home and away, and that's that's the first time that's happened in a long time for us, I think. And even that little bit of momentum is quite good for the lads, especially when you've got the hoodoo of Harrogate where we've not beaten them, you know, yeah. since they've been in the Football League, and now we've gone and done it twice in a season. So it's nice that we've done that. Um, and it just feels like we did kick on. I think you've just mentioned that. But in the Salford game, I felt a real togetherness. The whole team wanted those three points. They were battling to the end. It was kind of like the performance that we saw from Leighton Orient when we played them away, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Like, it, Everyone just seemed to be on the same in sheet for a change. And we needed it because before the Harrogate game, we were, we, weren't on, we were on a downward trajectory. And for, it just we seemed to be just losing the plot a bit, like losing faith in the playing staff and there were obviously some losing faith in Mark Hughes as well. Fair to say, there were flares going up on Twitter, weren't there? There were, there were things I saw that people were, were slating individuals and, and what have you. And and yeah, it's it's that sort of platform. People are going to do it. It's fair enough. I, I don't have any problem with it personally. I feel like that's where you wear what you feel and you do it after football games. It's always been about that. When it comes to tagging, that's when I have a problem with it. You should never do that. But mm. in relation to saying what you feel, do it all for it. And that's why we've, we've got platforms like this so we can speak about it a bit more and, you know, say our real views on it. But I think we were faltering um, and they needed a rocket. Hughes came out and said that he's sticking with his players. He's obviously said stuff behind closed doors to him. It's worked. Um, I think Smallwood and Gilly have both been fantastic in the last two games. Sutton's probably helped them be fantastic because yeah. he's given them the room to play a little bit more, would you say? Massively, but I, I think the biggest thing is finally changing formation. It's don't Absolutely. you think it's more exciting? Yeah, massively, mate. It really is because it just felt like it, people had worked us out, people knew how to come and play against us and knew what we were going to do. And you know, pressed us or whatever. A lot of teams have pressed us this season and got the ball off us, and we don't know what to do. But yeah, it just seems like we're, we're playing so much better. And, and Sutton on the last podcast, we all said unanimously that it wouldn't improve the team. <laughs> what do we know about this game? Because it was totally nothing. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. we were to totally wrong, mate. It's 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 a breath of fresh air, and like he, he I think he did um, a piece in TNA. I think it was where he was considering 
maybe getting out of Valley Parade, but now he's being given shirt, he wants to stick and fight for it. And do you know what? If that spurs him on to keep performing the way he's done in the last two games, he can keep he can keep on coming for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think when players are out of the team, they either do one thing or the other. They either fight tooth and nail, and when they're on the pitch, you can see it. Or sometimes they're just like disinterested. And we definitely saw uh, Levi sort of fighting tooth and nail, didn't we, to retain that shirt? And he's, I think I saw a piece with Jamie Rayner where Jamie interviewed him. It was really good, actually. So props to Jamie for that one. But he sort of said to him, like, how are things going? And, and Levi says, look, I, I was possibly thinking of going elsewhere in January to get football. I want to play. He's eager to play football. He's at you know, a decent age. Um, he's young, obviously, but a decent age. He wants to be playing, you know, consistently. Um, he's been in the football league for years. So I think it's nice to see that rather than these players that just come and go and think, oh, I'll just move on and, and get some games elsewhere. So it's nice that players are fighting for the position in the squad. And we've got loads to talk about about other players in on the periphery. But just, just talking about Salford still, there were a lot of talk about Vidane Oliver um, starting, uh, people were saying, how can you drop Andy Cook? But the style of players changed. Um, and Vidane Oliver, especially in that first half, was unreal. I did allude to him being a little bit like Thierry Henry. I think that was a little bit of a... Um, <laughs> I think a overstretch, maybe, because I think that were a little bit too... How many years you had at that point? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that would be a get into me, but... Yeah, I thought I thought it were really good. Like his hold up play, his his off the ball work rate, everything that we're doing were just what you want, you know. Um, yeah, it seems like he's going to stick in at that position, doesn't he, going forward? Because he started the last two, hasn't he? Right? Yeah, he started. He started the last two, and like I at the start of the season, I was saying I didn't, I, I wasn't sure on his signing at all. But now we've changed for uh, changed system a bit, and I, I'll I'll quite happily have um, all my hands up and. The boys just his hold up play is just incredible. Like now, now he's having a bit of a running team. He's holding up and he can move as well. It's is it's not just about to say that for a big lad. He's yeah, got good feet. he's got good feet, and he did a few like pirouette sort of turns. Mm. I always get the, the you know the terminology wrong for these turns, but he did a few of them, and it it just looked really good. But it like looked in control. He wasn't just looking like a big donkey trying to turn. It, it was really <laughs> really impressive. Um, Big fan of Adin. I know he's had his his stick throughout the season, but he's never really had that full run in the squad. And maybe now he's got it. He's, he's you know grabbing the ball by the horns. But it's nice to know that you've got Andy Cook in reserve, who is a out and out goal scorer in the box. So if you get it in there, he'll generally get something on it. Um, but yeah, I think I think the change in formation and the personnel has freshened things up and definitely for the better. Looking at tomorrow's game. Because we're on the 9th of January now, we've got Rochdale at home tomorrow. Rochdale are absolutely shocking this season. Um, I read some stats earlier. I'm not going to go through them, but <laughs> it's all set up for them to come and beat us, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? But hopefully not. We're, we're breaking hoodoos, aren't we? So hopefully not. But it's we need to be... like The teams around us have done bits against your Rochdale's um, so we we need to be making sure we're we're doing the same. We we need to be getting these points in. We're two games in hand. We need to be going against them. And I can't see us losing if we play the way we are playing. Even though we we have lost Tyreek. So I reached out to some Dale fans um, before we we're going to play them last time, and they said that what they'll do is sit back. They're likely to sit back 
and just sort of defend. So I feel like that'll suit us, but it could frustrate us as well. It'll go one of two ways. But if we attack like we have been, and obviously the players are full of confidence. I know we've lost right, which we'll talk about, but the players are full of confidence at the minute, um, playing really well. I think it could be a pummeling. It could be a 3 or 4 nil because they're just down in the dumps. They've had a couple of decent results here and there, but I feel like the way we are with our momentum compared to where they are in the table, we should beat them. And I feel like we will convincingly. What do you think? Do you think we will, or is it just like your, your hope, or what are your thoughts, I, mate? I'm, I'm more in the hope um, category. Like, I've said so many times, like, this is the week we're going to get us 4 5 nilla, and it's never happened, so I'm going to stay conservative. I reckon it's probably going to be about may, maybe two. We might we might scrape, scrape three. Um, I don't think we'll concede. I... And, question. Now, of late, we've had players that have come and played against us. Two examples I'm going to give you is Elliot Watt and Mark Marshall, right? It seems to me that when we boo players that played for us, we do a little bit better as to when we cheer players because when we cheered Mark Marshall, he went and got an assist. We cheered him <laughs> on the pitch, rolling raptures, and he got an assist. And uh, well, that Crawley and the beaters, I think, I think Crawley or Leighton yeah. or one of the other, um, and winning one nil at half time, they came and beat us two one or whatever. Elliot, what we boo him? He has a shocking performance, and we go and win the game. I just obviously Richard O'Donnell. Um, People are in two different camps with him. Real good professional at the club, no matter what anybody says. Uh, he had time for the fans. Uh, as a pro, you couldn't want any more in a goalkeeper. Now, are we are we cheering him? Is my question. <laughs> um, I think I think the guy deserves a round of applause. I don't. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of this cheering and booing previous players because even though you're saying like we're if we're, we're booing what and he had a stinker of a game. Last season at, at Carlisle, I'm sure we were booing Omari Patrick oh, and, and he did bits. So, yeah. it, 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 I'm, I'm not a big fan. Like, just footballers will come and go, don't they? At the end of the day, like, they're not, they're not here forever. Um, give, him, give him his due. He were a massive professional for us and he always had time for fans. So, yeah, give him a clap. But after that... Just leave it, leave him be. Like, just carry yeah. on. Let's not take the piss with it. It's probably yeah. the best way of saying it. Just exactly when he's warming up, clap, clap, clap. Right, we're on the pitch. We don't like you anymore. Maybe, maybe that's the the way we go down. <laughs> go down with this one. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I feel like what we do need to do um, is get balls in the box. 100%. You know, um, he's a bit of a line merchant. Sorry, Richard, if you're listening, I'm sure you're definitely not, but. Um, he, he always suspect one if not coming he, off. He his didn't line, like so. coming out. He didn't like coming out, especially at he set didn't. pieces. So we've got a chance it, there, haven't we? So we know it, don't we? The players know yeah. it. We know it. So it's, it's something that maybe we'll target. And yeah, for me, I feel like it's going to be you know a bit of a, a bit of a panning to be honest. And I hope it is because it's it's been coming. So Tyreek Wright, obviously, hmm. love the guy. He's been phenomenal all season for us. Uh, in fairness, probably our top performer, at least top three. Um, or you put Harry Lewis maybe and Critchlow in there. We'll talk about that later. But how gutting is that, that news? Massive loss, isn't it? I mean, he, he has been standout for us. Stand, even when we were on a sort of like the poor run, so to speak, he, he were, he's were he been standout for us every time he's played. And oh, it's gutting, isn't it? But we, we just can't, you, you can't compete with the potential to be playing championship football next season. 
Well, you look where he's gone. He's gone to Plymouth. Um, yeah. Top at league, flying. So that's that's it. And it, I think from what we've read today in the newspapers and various articles that the journalists have put out, it sounded like we were very confident that we were going to sign him. Now, he's been playing very well for us. He obviously fits in. He's made mates in the dressing room. Vidane Oliver's come out and said it's like losing my little brother. Um, tragic. Uh, but I think when you look at the bigger picture, like you've just pointed out, Andy, he's going to a higher division. He plays at a higher level. League one minimum for me. Um, he could go on to do better things. But I feel like we need to move on quite quickly and look at what we could get or who's available. Now, we've been linked quite quickly, um, <laughs> which I think is brilliant, by the way. Stephen Gent, again, doing the doing the hard work and getting these players ready straight away to replace. What's his name? Tell me. Oh, it's um, Thierry Nevers. Thierry Never, Nevers? Like Nevers, Nevers, isn't it? Not Nevers, like Nevers. Nevers, yeah. First name alone, it's got to be amazing, Annex is called Thierry, so <laughs> carrying that sort of name, you've got you've got to be good. Um, same sort of player, isn't he? I think striker, winger. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, a few. I don't know much about him. Um, I've I've heard of him a little bit. Um, he were at Newport, weren't he? And they've recalled yeah. him. Uh, West Ham have recalled yeah. him. Major boo-boo by West Ham, mate. I had posting that on their uh, website this morning and then quickly yeah. removing it. Yes, it's almost confirmed. So what they've done is what I was alluding to there is that um, if you were to search, because a journalist put it out on Twitter earlier, I can't remember his name now, it's called Jonty something or other, and he put Bradford City have signed him. And then we're like, what? Nobody else knows about this apart from this guy. None of our journals, nobody. So when you Googled the guy's name and Bradford or West Ham, it came up, didn't it? Like the link to the West Ham website. If you look at my tweets, it's on there. what was it called? I'm saying Headley. What was his name again? Sorry, this is really Nevers. Nevers. Thierry Nevers. Thierry Nevers. Where's Headley coming from? Headley. Do you know the Headley guy from um, Harrogate? He's in my head because I absolutely think we should sign him, but I'll talk about that later. I've said that <laughs> four times now. Um, so, yeah, this, this Nevers chap, it said Nevers is, is signing for, for Bradford, and then they've deleted that. So, it's like a, a link that you can't click on. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like it's all but done and dusted it's just a, a case of getting the photos done so we can release it and they've probably hit the button a little bit early Andy just 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 a little bit but on the good news front so he's he's scored once for Newport this season um his bits in the team haven't been as as uh often as we'd probably like to see stats wise but is that because he might not fit Newport's style I'm not sure what their style is so so that's a possibility but what I have seen is West Ham fans, from what they've seen um, when he's been in the under-23s with West Ham, um, they quite like him and they think he's got a bit of a future. Yeah, I think from what I understand about Newport, if I'm wrong here, I apologise. I said to Andy, I'm not going to say this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I feel like Newport play a bit of the hoofball football. Um, I don't feel like the the play that the pretty football maybe that we do. Um, and if he's given that, that freedom on the wing, is that where he, you know, he plays his best? Because when you look at his highlights, he seems to do that. He cuts in and and has a shot and stuff like that. And he likes to get the ball across the the box. So maybe I, I, we're going to get more out of him, you know? Maybe I think he's a straight replacement for Tyreek in this system, though. Totally, totally, massively. So he's going to be just playing off of Oliver and maybe drifting wide and then coming cutting back inside. He's got the pace, and from what I've read, he likes to take on a man as well. So, yeah. if he's got the end product, we could be on to a winner. Right. So, 
I know he's probably not going to go into the team tomorrow. Um, Derbyshire potentially has. I think he's got his international clearance, so he should be, he could be into the team. But how would you how would you start? Because I, I would obviously, as you're probably going to expect me to say, I'd put Jamie Walker in and push Chapman out onto onto that right hand side um, or left hand side. Is that what you do? I I would yeah. I'd have Issa Walker and Chapman just yeah. behind, um, and then Oliver. But if if Derbyshire's not ready, and if this Nevers lad isn't in yet, I won't mind seeing Andy Cook and Oliver going at it for a game. I think I'm it sure. could work. I think it I could know. work. I've seen people crying out for this, but I just I don't know. I feel like two big holding players like that. They're doing the same job. So it's kind of like you need somebody to run off them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because you sort of you miss that player in that pocket, don't you? If you if you're going to go with like two wingers, yeah. And then I, who's who's winning the ball back? I know that you know Oliver does work hard, but Cook maybe not so much in that position. No, I think. To, well, this is my personal opinion on Cook, but let's be honest: the guy can score goals, but I'm not entirely in awe of what what else he can do. I don't think there is much more. He just knows where the goal is. He's a, he's just literally an old school striker. He knows where the goal is. I don't think his hold up play is amazing at the best of times. I don't think he can find a pass very well. And I think Vidane can do them things. So I, I think it's your little and large type thing, but it's just two large guys with Cook being the little guy. Larger that, and larger. Yeah, larger and larger. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm just not sold on the idea. I think we've seen it, haven't we? Where We've had them both on and we've just lumped it and it just hasn't hadn't worked because they both seem to be going for the same ball. It just doesn't seem like we've trained that way and it seems like it's just like a last resort. We'll see what happens, you know, hate or, and hope. Or do you, hear me out, bring Jake Young back in and put him next to Oliver and um, then chuck... I forgot... Um, no, put Ab- Abuisa, sorry, up next to Oliver. And then Jake Young on wing. On the wing. Yeah. But is Jake Young going? Because it is put a bit of a highlight reel on it together on Twitter um, and posted it today. It's the first time he's been on Twitter since I think he scored last, which was maybe summertime, maybe yeah. October. I don't know, maybe in, probably September, maybe October. Um, is Young off? I. I don't know. You can look at it one of two ways. He's either excited. He might have just found out that he's in team tomorrow and he's excited about it. Or would they let him know himself. the day before? Is that is that how it works? Do they, would they, do they not let him know on the day? I, I don't know. This is just me asking. I, I, I don't know. But I, I'd assume they find out the night before so they can prep themselves. Um, yeah. and, and if they do, then maybe he's been told and he's just excited about being in team. Like, this is him announcing, I'm back, boys. Let's go. Or... Mm. Is he putting himself in shop window? I think he is. I think he's going. Um, it's not worked for him um, with Hughes. Well, I say that. Start season. Brilliant. I think he was second top goal scorer for months and months. I don't know if he still is, um, but he, he hit the ground running. Lad loves to have a pop on goal. Um, in an attacking sense, is almost everything that you'd want. Even if you look at that highlight reel, if anybody has, has a look on Twitter, what he put out, really good. But, when you look at it, and the way that I've sort of assessed this is, Hughes seems to like players that work really hard, especially coming the other way, you know, to recycle the ball and get it back up. 
But when you look at Jake Young, I don't think he does that as well as other players do. Uh, Wright worked very hard off the ball, uh, coming back the other way, which surprises me really for a winger of his quality. But I feel like that's the sort of player that Hugh seems to like, and I don't think Young fits that. That's my overall view of it. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know, but that's the way that I see it. Because if you look at the replays of the games, it looks like that is the case with Young. But wouldn't this be an opportunity then for, for Young to step up and and show Hughes? Th- this is perfect. So, like, we're, we're right going now. You've got a bunch of lads that are on bench regularly week in, week out, or not even in team. This is a chance to stake a claim now. So, could he, could he have framed his ass? Potentially. But... Is it then a gamble of Hughes to put for Hughes to put him back in? Um, you look at the results we had, and when he did switch things up, it wasn't massively. It was a couple of positions. Like he doesn't seem to be the sort of guy who really mashes it up. I mean, we've seen obviously different players coming out all season, but it seems like he's sort of stuck in his mind. Pereira seems to have sort of disappeared off the I bench as well. I think he's going home. He's got to go home. He's not come the same player. But isn't he on a season-long loan as well? So it's it's up to... I think the way that I've read this, Luton can recall him, but he can't play for anybody else because I think he's played for Luton in, in the Cup or something, which means I think you can only play for... There's something, anyway, where he can't play for anybody else this season, apart from us and Luton. He, so, he, he might make bench for Luton, though. He, he might not. Really? I doubt it. Well, he's, he's, no. being, he's not come back the same player, has he? But... I, if it's he goes like Luton, he's not going to be playing football. So it's like, do they want that? Do they need that when they've got enough players as it is? He's not going to get anywhere near their team. Let's be honest, mate. I mean, you, you might say he is. Totally disagree with you if you do. Um, he's nowhere near. I mean, pre-season, he was smashing it up there. And then yeah. he came to us and I, I don't know what's happened. I've been a big advocate for him. Um, when the season started, a lot of people saying, what's happened? Where's this play? And I'm like, patience, patience. We know what he can do. It's just not happened. Um, is that because, me, that's because we had blinkers on a bit with him from last season because he were a great player in a really shit squad so he did he brilliant. look better than what he was that's what I, I'm just being devil's advocate did he look better than what he was last season no I don't I don't think so the, the way he played football last season was just totally I love this word nonchalant nonchalant Um <laughs> It just it just looked like you were in the playground at school, like it meant nothing. Just turning players, there wasn't as much pressure because we weren't really going anywhere. Maybe that helped, but he just had so much room on the ball and it just looked like he just wanted to do things with it. We haven't seen that this season or when he has tried it, it's not quite paid off. The one moment that sticks out to me is when he got an assist for Tyreek Wright. I don't know if you remember, they both started on the wings and, and he got an assist and it was brilliant. But that's literally the only highlight I can think of this season from Dion. So, if it were up to me, Andy, I'd send him back. What about you? I, I'd probably send him back. I, th- I think it's a wage because we'll be playing a portion of his wages as well. That, that could go on. Then, you were, um, sorry? We are paying 100% for his yeah, wage. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so probably not cheap. No, no, he's on he's on a championship salary. Yeah, it'd be lower end championship salary, but he's on a championship salary. And yeah. We could spend that money so much better elsewhere on someone that's going to be in the team and in a position that we desperately need. Mm. And I mean, who, I don't know if you've seen any rumours, but who who would you bring in? Have you got any ideas of players that you bring in as a, as a winger? I think if Dion goes, do we need two wingers? 
I mean, if Young goes, potentially, yes. But then you've got Osadiba that, weirdly, is coming back, <laughs> which is quite soon after that horrific leg break. Um, yeah, he said two weeks on a TikTok or something, didn't it? Did you see that on social media? Madness. Absolute madness. And, and I can't wait because he was so good pre-season. I've said it time and time again. I can't wait for him to come back. But do we need more? If, if Dion goes, um, if Young goes, do we need more wingers as well as the lad that we, we think we're going to sign in the next 24 <laughs> hours, whatever it may be? Um, it depends who goes, doesn't it? Because right now we've got an abundance. Even with Tyreek going... You might not think they're at the same quality, but we have got a lot of we've got a lot of forward wingers at the moment. I think really where we're looking a bit light is probably like your fullbacks and centre midfield and centre. Well, yeah, centre mid. But saying that, I think Smallwood has Smallwood's position in this new system suits him to a T. I think yeah. it's perfect for him. He's been playing brilliant um, ever since, like I say, Levi's come in. And I think we can't give him enough credit. And I think Smallwood's turned a corner. Let's be honest, they were poor for three or four games, really poor. And I think he knew that himself, that the way he sort of reacted and behaved um, at Carlisle. I not there, but I've seen it. Um, so he knows. He knows he's played at the higher levels and this. He knows what it takes. And he knows it has not been good enough. But I feel like he's turned a corner. There are a couple of murmurs on Twitter about him not clapping fans and stuff like that over the last couple of games. But he did. He 100% mm. did. Um, and he's in it. He's in it for the long haul. He wants to win as much as we all do. But then again, we've got every right to call him out. Just don't tag him. <laughs> <It's in my laughs> don't tag him. Just don't tag him. Um, but yeah, centre midfield. So there's been a couple that we've been linked with in centre midfield. Um, there's a chap from Kingstonian. That's the earliest rumour that I can remember. Uh, is it Tyrese somewhere? Tyrese Owen. Um, Tyrese Owen, that's it. Yeah, yeah, right. in, in in Isman League, isn't it? Yes, uh, I think there's a few uh, football league clubs keeping tabs on him. There's been a rumor that was probably in December at some point, nothing since. So maybe that's just one of them that come and go, um, like the Adam LaFondra rumors and things <laughs> like that one. Um, so maybe there's not much in that one. Um, but if there was something in it. If yeah, there was some in, in it, though, do you not feel like it's another Rosanna happening all over again? Because the guy's done... Like, I've had a, lo- a little Google of him, and he's got 21 appearances for Kingstonian this season, and he scored seven goals. Not as quite as prolific as Rosanna was when we when we got in, but does it not feel a bit Rosanna-esque? I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a big jump. It's, it's rarely worked when we've signed players. From, from non-league, there's there's not many that stand out that you've been like, wow, yeah, they've kicked on and done really well. So it is a risk if we do. And and if he does uh, sign for us, will he get anywhere near the first team? Probably not to start with. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. I, I don't think there's legs in it. I think it's just one of them that we've been linked and we're probably yeah. nowhere near signing him. Um, there's other chappers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As well, isn't there? Uh, There's the Salford. Um... Salford room for as well. They're in paper. Is striker? I haven't got a Scooby-Doo. I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm, I um, don't know who you're on about. Yeah, so the, the chap um, that Salford and us are both linked with is Tony Watt, uh, currently playing for Dundee. I'm looking to my left because I've got a little note on my phone about this one. Um, Champions League goal scorer, winning goal scorer against Barcelona. Um, he's played in Europe. I think he's got a bad attitude from what I'm told. Um, so we're, we're linked like secondarily, if that's a word. Uh, Salford are the main team that it was in like the main newspapers in Scotland, the Daily Record, or whatever. Um, and we're in there as well in the article saying that we're also keeping tabs on him. So is there much in that one again? I'm not sure, but it's another striker. Do we need another striker? Look at the depth we've got there now. You've got Angle, you've got uh, Andy Cook, you've got Vidane Oliver, you've got Derbyshire. Do we need and anything else? Angle's on his way out for me. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not getting anywhere near the team. And when he's come on, he's looked like Bambi on ice. Six months left on his contract as well. So is it that he's going to move somewhere with a view to maybe trying to get a deal in the summer as well? Is it is it good for us? Because I'm pretty sure he's got a decent contract as well. Because when we signed him, it was a bit of a coup yeah. to keep him. So is that going to be a good business for us if he does go potentially? I'm in two minds really because... He's shown real glimpses of being a top player angle for us. But then at times he just disappears and he's just not quite been the same player this season. And it's a shame because it's one of them that you want the best for him, but just don't quite work out. Um, but yeah, I think you could be right. I feel like he potentially is one of these that are, are going to move on. Um, and I'd also like to bring up another player in that conversation, uh, Jan Songo. So I've got a feeling that if Derek Adams comes a knocking. Song goes going. Nah, nah, he's knocking. Do you think he's staying? He's staying. Yeah, he, he he understood. He understood what his role going to be at start of season. I'm sure Mark Hughes pulled him into a room and said, "You're not going to be first teamer." I I can't see him going, and I can't well, see I Mark Hughes letting him. Right, I disagree with you because Markham are crying out for a player like him. The fans have been splurging all about it uh, because of the way Derek Adams plays. Songo fits perfectly in that defensive midfield role for them. So they're actually on some good form, weirdly, as well. They've, they've sort of got the, the scraping the way out of the relegation spaces. League One's poor at that end of the, of the table this mm. season, by the way, but anyway. Um, so Morecambe might survive again. So would you not want to play League One football and actually play? Maybe, but I I don't know. It, just, it takes me the sort of player that he commits, like... Wait a minute. No. No, no he does. No, he does. He's followed, he's followed Derek Adams everywhere he, he's gone. He has, everywhere. but at the start of the season, I'm fairly sure, I might be talking out of my ass, but I'm fairly you sure he, 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 were, he were like dead set on staying here no matter where he were linked to go with Derek Adams. Right. I know that he loves playing for the club, but he's not playing. And Derek Adams loves him. He suits their style of play. He's played there before. Come on, mate. 
Get your head out of your ass. It's, it's I think nah, he's going. It's not. We've signed, it's not. We've signed another centre back. Critchlow staying. You owe me a tenner. Critchlow staying. <laughs> Kieran Kelly's signed on. We haven't seen much of him yet. So where does where does he fit into that picture? Because you've got Matty Platt, you've got um, Odisuna, you've got uh, Kieran Kelly. Odisuna, he Songo. could be going out on loan for me. Another he, one potentially, yeah, but. Is Songo the man that, that would attract more interest? Songo, I, I, mate, I'm sorry. I just can't agree with you. It's staying. Do you know why? Because you don't want him to go. That is why you're not agreeing with me. Because you don't no, want him not, to go. No, I don't want him he's, to go, but he's, he's not going to go. He's, he's really he's, not. I don't know nah. if he is, but I, I feel he is. Why Why is he not? Why? Because you, you, you feel like he's a player that commits to clubs. He, he's, commi- he's committed to his course. No, because I, I'm fairly sure that he, know, he knew at the start of the season... This is my role. And Mark Hughes sat him down and said, this is what sort of part you're playing this season. Are you happy with that? Yes. But he wouldn't have had a choice at that point, would he? And even then, even then, Mark Hughes wants him in the team because he comes on regularly off of the bench to see out games. And Mark Hughes won't lose that sort of player from the change room. He won't want it. Songo's potentially, not in the twilight of his careers, but is at the back end... Probably at his peak, really. I know that sounds ridiculous. I've gone from back end, power peak, whatever. But his early thirties, I think, potentially. Um, so, does he not want to be playing football? Does he not want to be playing week in week out? Is he good enough? Certainly, I think in League Two, hundred percent in League One as well. And, and I feel like if Morecambe came knocking, he's going to go. And I feel like that is going to be a potential out. We're going to see. I do. I'm not going to have another bet with you. Uh, because well, you already owe me money, double or quitter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Andy did say that Critchlow wouldn't uh, would go, and I yeah. said it wouldn't. And obviously, I'm right on that one. And thank the Lord, by the way, because Critchlow has been unbelievable. I'm, I'm doing a lot of hand gestures tonight, um, but he's been unbelievable all season. Um, and that would have been a huge loss. Potentially, he could still go if somebody signs him um, because he's, he's got he six go? months. Of... No, because he can. Said... They can buy out his contract, can't they? Uh, he's got six months left with Huddersfield. So somebody could buy out his contract. No, I thought when it's six months, you can sign him on a pre-contract for when it runs out. You can, but the Bosman don't come into effect until like a month before the contract runs out. So the pre-contract is sort of you buying him out, I think, or something like the remaining contract. If somebody knows a lot about contracts on Football Manager or anything <laughs> like that, please let us know. But I think it's something like that. So realistically... It's going to be a League One club if they're going to come in and that'll take him away. There's no, nobody else that are going to come and take him from us. So, in my head, Critchlow's staying. Yeah, I, I think he's staying now. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with that. You want me money yeah. still, but anyway. I do. But Songo, we're going to disagree. I think he's going to go before the end of January, and he doesn't. But we love Songo regardless. We think he's a top professional. One of these players that leaves it all on the pitch. So, whatever happens with him, he's been a brilliant servant to the club. Um, Levi Sutton, we've mentioned him earlier. Do we think he's staying or going? Uh, he's, he's staying, especially if the way the way he's coming to the squad um, over the last two games. It's only been two games, but he's got that bit between his teeth. He's come out and said it outright as well, that he wants to fight for his shirt. So he's yep. not going anywhere, is he? Um, Young? Staying. By the way, I think Sutton's staying. Sutton's staying. And I also think that Young is going. So we've disagreed on a bit here. I don't see why Young would stay. I feel like he's probably irked. He's a young lad. He's not been playing. He wants to be playing football as well. He can. He started well. 
was it will his agent not be thinking right this lad needs to be playing i can sort him out somewhere else i know he signed a two-year deal i think with us or three might be three year you know young um so that's obviously in the back of my mind but i feel like a loan to somebody like harrogate barrow somebody like that would would really suit him possibly i'm not um, a big fan of loaning that I, I've never been a big fan of loaning out to other play, other teams in the division. But I know but you've got to, you, to give them that experience. And he's, he's, we've played Harrogate twice. That's why they're perfect. So we don't need to worry about playing against him or whatever. But I think if it's if it's the lower end of the table, it's less to worry about, isn't it? Yeah, not massively. Like obviously, it's a loan. As a loan, they can't play against you regardless. You can't play against your parent club. It's not true. Allowed. Yeah, you put a clause in, don't you? True. Yeah. So, so that that's fine in itself. But it's just say 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 you send it to Arrogate, and all of a sudden Arrogate got rest at season unbeaten and Pippers to promotion. This is uh, it's unlikely, but it's a kick in teeth, isn't it? You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. I'm just not a fan of it. I'm not I'm not a lover of it. I don't like it. But you, again, it's it's a wage where you could bring some quality in elsewhere. I mean, talking about quality elsewhere, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but uh, the fullback for uh, Harrogate, Jermaine Headley. Yeah. Both times played against us, I think three times actually in total, but unreal. Uh, probably one of the best players on the pitch. Huddersfield have recalled him. Now, is that someone that you need to swoop in for? I mean, we talk about our fullbacks, we've talked about it all season. Is potentially not being the best in the division, but he has been in the team of the week so many times. He offers everything that you'd want from a fullback. I would be doing anything I could to sign him. Perfect. It's Huddersfield playing alongside Critchlow as well, that he's probably played with before because he's yeah. left back and left centre back. So is that somebody that you would go for as well? Yeah, I think it is. Like, don't get me wrong, I've been a massive advocate for my folds and I, I do rate him, but. There is some parts of his game that's that can be limited. He's not the fastest, um, and and he has got a mistake in him, which is shown recently as well. Um, he, he seems to be getting outdone on wing quite a bit recently. I don't know whether that's due to concentration or whatever, but he's been better. I don't really disagree with you because I feel like our fullbacks have been really good of late. They've been standing out to me. Um, more so Halliday. Halliday's been phenomenal. I'm wrong again. I'm, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, both of them, I feel like they've been really good. However, if you look at it, point for point, pound for pound, does Headley improve that left-back position? Undoubtedly for me. 100%. Um, and it's just one of them, isn't it? But that, does that mean that then you get rid of that rider? I don't know. I don't know what you'd do. But right at the anything. end of his career, though, isn't he? So he's coming to end now. So, I mean, if we can get... In, uh, this Headley in, on loan from Woodersfield, and I don't know his contract situation, but maybe with a view to Simon on a perm, could be a shout. I think there'll be clubs in for him because he has been, <coughs> excuse me, their standout player uh, this season at Harrogate. Uh, they'll all say it, they're absolutely devastated that he went. So I feel like we won't be the only team in for him. But for his development, being so local still at the top end of the division. It's suitable for a lot of parties. So, although would Huddersfield want to strengthen us when we're going into League One and they're dropping into League One? Potentially well, not. At the end of the day, they're going to get the they're going to get them back out there. It's only loans at this point. Yeah, um, so maybe that it's it works for them to get these players stronger for when they may play against us next season. It's so like I, just I, I be horrible know. playing against us, though. What it seems, Rom's in a blue and white. He, he's, he won't sign. I don't think that he, he'll sign for him because his contract's up and I don't feel like he's 
it, they, they've messed him about really. He's never really got anywhere near for him, and he's been here, there, and everywhere. So I don't, I don't feel like. Can Rom's you see a wood. permanent signing for us if we go up? I would absolutely love it, but I don't think so. I think no. he'll sign somewhere down south because he's from down south in it somewhere, and I feel like he's got that real good ground in a football, and he will be a league one player next season. Yeah, hundred percent, he will be. Um, and he's that sort of player that could develop into championship player, you know, with the right guidance and right style of football because he's just unbelievable on the ball. He's like a Rolls Royce. We say it all the time. So calm. At times, my heart's in my mouth watching him because he's doing these turns and stuff and you're thinking, you're playing centre-back for City, what are you doing? <laughs> it's yeah. just so calm and it works, doesn't it? It just works. So. He is impressive. And I, I, I don't Great know, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting the feeling like with this transfer window and the loans that we've got in with your Critchlow's that are coming to the end of the contract, I think there's a lot more riding on us going up this season than there has been ever. Um because I do honestly think if we go up, we we might actually have a chance at signing a player of Critchlow's calibre. And it's a great opportunity as well, isn't it, mate? When you look at the table and and especially the playoffs. I mean, you look from fourth or whatever it is down to fourteenth, and there's like six points in it or something. Yeah. So it's crazy because any, anybody could get it. But I feel like with our games in hand, with the form that we're hitting, with the players that we've got and the depth and Mark Hughes doing better in the second half of seasons. Are the stars aligning, please? I mean, this is a ridiculous question, but I'm going to ask it. Would you prefer to go up in third place or would you prefer to win the playoffs? And in the playoffs, you're not guaranteed to go up, by the way. So would you prefer to... Which one would you prefer? Or us. Or us. All day long. Yeah. I want third place. I was, we were speaking on one of the spaces about this. I think it was Chris T, one of the usual guys that come on. And he said that his lad said, oh, no, we need to go up by playoffs. It's so much better. And I'm thinking... No, you've not watched City as long as us. What, what, were, were he at the Millwall game? Yeah. <laughs> that were heartbreaking. I know. We've, we've seen it, haven't we? We've seen the heartbreak. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's not good. So, no. yeah, for, for me, just get out of this division in, in by hook or by crook, as, the, as they say. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's lots potentially going on. Uh, obviously, a big game against Rochdale tomorrow. Uh, three points there, and we're well on his way, aren't we, really? And it's, yeah. it's an exciting start to the new year, and... Off we go. What I would want to say to you is, you won't believe this, I went to Skipton last Saturday and um, walking, we've got a, got a dog obviously, we took the dog, we went for a coffee and stuff and I'm walking it down High Street and uh, I see this fella with a cabbage on a lead, right? What? I know. <laughs> so yeah. he's walking his, no, honestly, Walking a cabbage down the street in Skipton, I said to Rachel, "Have you seen this? Like, what? what am I? Am I seeing things? What's going on? I thought I was in a dream. I don't know." So anyway, we're walking along, and he's coming towards us. I'm like, "Oh my god, he's coming! He's coming!" So he's walking towards us. Um, I say, "Oh, what, what's that?" He said, "Oh, I went to the shop. They told me it were a collie." <laughs> Did you like that? Did oh. I be going? <laughs> uh, I, I, you had me going. I genuinely thought because it's quite believable. But yeah, well, it's a quirky place, and it skipped him. So I thought I'm going to add all this to it. The special I, effect. Are, are you expecting a child or something? Because that would dad joke central. <laughs> if, if you found that funny, let me know. If you didn't, maybe I should retire on the spot. I don't know, but I I found it absolutely hilarious. So there Disgust. you go. Told me it were a collie, cabbage collie. Disgraceful. Yeah, like it. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is. 
this is another weird thing, but it's not a joke. Right, when I was a kid, I remember getting a bath, and there were these, like, bath pearls, I think they're called, and they were, like, sometimes round and sometimes different shapes, and they had, like, oil inside them. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Not, no. Right. They were, like, like if... or something like that, or... <sighs> Same sort of thing, but it was more, I think it was harder. And when you squeezed them, they kind of popped in like oil, like came out of them. It was like something your mum would buy from Avon, I think. <laughs> Not your mum, anybody's mum. And I just thought about it the other day because I remember my mum having them like in like a like an oyster sort of thing at the side of the bath. And I used to like pop them and stuff. But what happened was, because it was oil, when you pop them, it, it sort of, the oil stayed in the bath. So then when you drained all the bath out, when you stayed in it, you, you slipped. You were slipping everywhere, <laughs> like you know, knock your teeth out. You know, you can't, you couldn't stand up. So it was just one of these memories that came to my mind, and I, you know, because we were on about Christmas stuff the other week, and yeah, only, maybe it's just only, me. Only thing in bath that I were ever allowed because mum were boring um, was that Mister Matey bath. Um, oh yeah, bubble bath. Do you, do you know, like in in little yeah, yeah. sailor outfit? Yeah, they, they were a boy and a girl, weren't they? Yeah, version yeah, that you could get. yeah. It was I know exactly what you mean. Love that. I wonder stuff. if you can still get that. Pass. No. And do you remember? I don't know if you remember these, but you used to get these like toys, and they had like little. It was like water inside, like a Game Boy shape, and you had to get these loops like up by pressing. Oh yeah, like and that. it fire like it was like oily water, wasn't it? And it fire like air yeah. bubbles up. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that was like a bath toy as well for some just, reason. I don't know just, why. Just pure shit. Plastic. <laughs> that you never needed. Yeah, no. I just, I just <laughs> these things come to my head. I've, I've got a warped mind in somewhere, and, and I always remember stuff from my childhood. Weird, but yeah. I, so bath pearls is just a no for you. I, I I don't actually know what you're on about, to be honest, Paul. Not a Scooby Doo. Thank you. Well, it's not the first time; it won't be the last. So anyway, moving on from my rubbish um, <laughs> stories, we've got a couple of other games coming up after Rochdale. Um, obviously, the Gillingham games pushed back, which. We would have liked to play them there, strengthening Colchester, strengthening at the bottom. But um, we've got Wimbledon and Carlisle coming up. I say that with massive a pain voice game. because, yeah, it's massive, massive, isn't it? Huge, huge, huge game, and I think it it's going to be even more important depending on the results that we get against Wimbledon and and yep. Rochdale. But I think that that could because we lose to Carlisle again. We, we're losing to, we've been losing to teams around us in league and we need to put a statement of intent there if we're going to be finishing this half of season strongly we need to be putting a statement of intent saying we can do it against the better teams in the division so i think i think that's a huge huge game that we need three points from a point's not good enough totally agree i mean i'd sit here now and i'd say from the next Three, including Rochdale, I'd say seven points is absolutely brilliant. But do you need nine potentially when you look at Rochdale? Should be a three points. Wimbledon, they've got some great players. So is that is that a bit of a bogey? Seven seven points for me is a minimum. We should wow. be aiming for all all nine at this point. Um, yeah. If if we beat Rochdale tomorrow and then we beat Wimbledon, then. There's no reason we shouldn't be flying high and, and beating Carlisle. And if we end up drawing against Wimbledon, then they'll be wanting to get something shoved up their ass to get back into it to go against Carlisle. So is that what works for you, Andy? Yeah, every now and again. What shoved up your ass makes you work better, does it? Yeah, gets me moving. <laughs> <laughs> Off like yeah, I know what you mean. 
it's it's like tomorrow's game is so important to get a good performance and and a good result because it will help us kick on in the next games and give us the confidence that we need to just go out and, and dominate teams because this team can do it. They really can. People are coming back in. Fitness is there. You know, you've got the depth. Come on, say we, we can do it, can't we? We can. I feel like the fans are back on side. I tell you what, you made this point earlier about the Harrogate game and how toxic things were turning. Yeah. If if we'd have lost that game, I, I don't I don't know if we'd have won the next game. I don't know how things would have gone, but that would have really turned sour. Um, and it's luckily it's gone the other way, and fans have feel like they're really back on side, and and Twitter's a happy place again, at least for now. For, for now, for now. And for until now. we until we lose a couple on trot and then and then it's going to be toxic central again. But it's, it's why not, we love it. Not. We're going to do we a, we're doing a Sheffield United or a, a Bristol uh, Rovers from last season. Bristol Rovers, by the way, at Christmas or at this time, were eighteenth, and I think they were like twelve points off third. And they did it in the last game of yeah. season against uh, Scunny. They were like seven nil, and they went up automatically. So if you look at that. I mean, anybody can do it. Anybody can come out of that pack and we're closer to it. So surely we've got to be aiming for it, haven't we? we we've got to be. We've got to be. I said at the start of the season, top three or us is bare minimum with this squad that we've got. And that's not changed. I mean, the performances might have made me worry about it a little bit, but it's not changed at all. The squad we've got, the players we've got, and the players that we're going to hopefully bring in over the next month, we, sh- we should be aiming top three, no problem. A couple of weeks ago, you look at the top three, you look at Leighton Orient, Stevenage and Northampton, and you look at them and think, nobody's catching them. They've actually faltered a little bit of late. For me, when you look at it, I feel like Stevenage are having an unbelievable season and they're going to go up. I feel like Leighton Orient are probably in that same boat. I feel the one team that are catchable because they did the same last season in Northampton. Um, would you agree with that or do you think something different? If we're going to get in that top three, who do you think is the catchable one? <sighs> yeah, um, Stevenage for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, usually, what what happens when you've got your top two or three? Someone usually goes on. They got they're gonna go on a bad run of form at some point. Look at what happened at Forest Green last season. They nearly balls it up, didn't they? Because they went on a massive bad run. And I just, I think Stevenage. If I remember rightly, their squad depth isn't too big. They haven't got the biggest of squads. And I think as the season progresses, injuries start coming in, players start tiring, they, they might struggle to keep the momentum. You could be right. And obviously now they've, they've got the cup run. I don't know who they've drawn, actually, in the next game, but that's another you know, um, iron in the fire for them. And it's a distraction, I guess. We've seen it before. We've been distracted from cup runs, so... Is that going to be a help or a hindrance? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I feel it's Northampton. I do. They looked really good against us, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, but so did Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient were unbelievable. Leighton Orient, Orient were shite against us for the first 20. When it started going against us, we lost our heads, and that's why. But for the first 20, mate, we were on top of that. And we, we, we if we'd have got that penalty that should have been awarded... That game's totally different, 100%. And they've since apologised for that as well. Exactly. Oh, we should never have that referee again, ever. If if he's if his name is written down, it's gone. Game's gone, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's a loss. Might as well put a loss Dry, next to us. Drysdale, man. He's, I don't understand how he's still refing. 
I just don't get I it. I wonder what the when you look at the figures of how many times he's refed us, how many games we've won. Because he, he's, he, there's Trevor Kettle that you bring into the mix, but he's he's the worst. I hate Drysdale. Um, but it just seems to be him. It's about him. It's like a pantomime, isn't it? And, yeah. Oh, just despise the man. But Can't stop yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Ref, refs are for the coming up this game tomorrow. I am going Scooby Doo. Um, I can have oh, a look. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have a clue. I don't know. Don't matter, don't matter too much. It don't matter nah, too much. But don't, don't matter. No, as long as it's not Drysdale, we'd know about it because people would tweet about it. If it <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think like like we've alluded to today, it's it's got to be a win really against Rochdale. If you're losing that game, then you're worried. Although we have got this safety cushion now of the two games in hand and um, being fifth. I, th- I don't know how many points we are clear of of uh, eighth place. It isn't it out of the playoffs now? When you think, yeah, eighth uh, place, eighth place. They are a point behind. Point behind. But we've got yeah. two games in hand, so we've got um, two games in hand. But it's there, it's, it? it's there for taking. It is there for taking, but it's just so tight. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot, and looking at the table, we're closer to fifteenth than we are getting into third at the moment, which is ridiculous considering we're starting fifth. But we have yeah. got those two games in hand. But we need to make them count. We've got a habit. I don't know whether you realise, but when we've got games in hand, we tend to balls it up even more. Don't and, say it. Does. We, we, we do though don't we Let, let's be realistic it. and we need to make it count we really yeah, need we to make it count and I think it's a massive kick in the teeth that you know, Gillingham's got postponed before before Christmas because we needed that and now they've got a chance to strengthen they could be a totally different entity when we uh, play them absolutely you don't know and they are strengthening Colchester as well I've signed Matt J today I know Potentially not the player of old that we saw a couple of years ago when he were banging him in for Exeter. Uh, but it's still a great good sign. For end. Yeah, for bottom end of the table as well. How the pull that off? I don't know. Well, I saw somebody put a bet on as well, Andy, that I think it were 50 to 1 that Colchester to get in the top half this season. I don't think that's a bad bet. It's not a bad bet at all. They're, they're, doing, they're doing business early as well, aren't they? They've, they've, I think that's the third signing so far of January. I think it's fourth because they've signed Connor Wood, yeah, which I think is a great signing, by the way. Um, Kelleher, <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt Jane, there's another one, there's another one, but I can't remember his name, but yeah, I ain't got a clue. But they're doing, they're doing good, and Gillingham are going to strengthen as well and, and bring players in. So, and Rochdale, but a Rochdale condemned, I don't know, is the worst down there. Crawley, <laughs> they go down. I mean. I don't mean to offend the fans or anything because it's nothing to do with them. I actually really do feel sorry for them, but I feel like these idiots need to learn a lesson of how not to run a football club. I've said it. If I offend somebody, I apologise, but what they're doing there is an absolute joke. It's a disgrace. And it just goes to show, doesn't it, what what are the EFL's um, owners' tests? You, you, what are they like? Are they... Any, what what's the purpose? Because you're letting these fools in there, and I I when they came along for say, I were on fence. I, I, I was thinking about. It. I know you were dead against it. I like being on fence. I know you were dead against it, but the seeing what they're doing to him, we dodged a bullet. And I feel I feel for Crawley fans. I really do. Because I do, I do, and and it's like I don't want I don't want the team to go down because of the fans because you feel bad, but. As owners, they need to know that either that or get bought out before the end of the season or something. But 
it, it just needs these people need like teaching a lesson of you can't come over like this they said didn't they, they put to me out like can we just bypass league two and go from league one it's like what you know what are you talking about and he put himself in dugout didn't he the other night oh i did he did it yeah so oh, if, if anybody has seen this tool the owner uh, i can't remember his name now damn he'll probably know um, um one of the crypto gang wagged me he actually stood in the dugout preston that's the bastard there you go um he stood he stood in the dugout <laughs> even eden rage rage whatever you want to call him he would never have done that so yeah that, that were a that were a weird uh thing to happen but just how yeah. it should be like a, a book of how not to run a football club and the, that's probably what they're doing maybe they're making a series of how to mess up an english football club and having a laugh about it i don't know because it's just a total mess it really is nobody's backing him anymore at all i don't think so yeah no there we are so i think that's probably about it unless there's anything else you want to talk about andy no i think i think we've pretty much covered everything I've, it's a vital time for us i think um yeah. maximum points from the next three for me is a must totally agree i feel like seven points really is where we need to be and probably i think where we will be and i feel like i'd be impressed with that especially i think we're playing wimbledon away so yeah, that would be a good result to get a point there um because they we drew against them didn't we late on at home but then yeah. oliver came on and rescued that point so yeah maybe we maybe we need to get one over on them because they were play acting as well i remember that now they were play acting horrendously. Two of them went down at one point and laid yeah. on the floor. So, yeah, we could, we could do with beating them as well. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of points today. If you want to reply to us on Twitter about anything that you've seen or on YouTube, wherever you're watching this or listening, um, let us know what you think of my story. Obviously, first and foremost, hopefully you liked it. Um, <laughs> where you think uh, City's going to finish this season? Um, what you think of the transfers and what we've spoke about today? Um, have you preferred Andy being on over Chris? Let us know. Uh, maybe we can make a permanent fixture of it. Who knows? Maybe get rid of me and have them two on. Let us know what you think, guys. But, yep, we've been a City event. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Keep listening and up the fucking chickens. Up the fucking chickens. Let's go. Let's go. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.